Welcome to Westcliff Climb. I'm Dr. Paul Looney, and um, I'm delighted to be here. Pastor Joshua Duffy is out this week, but I have with me uh, a friend, Craig Remkus. He and I both attend Woodlands Church in the Woodlands, Texas, and Craig and I connected because we both have a passion for prison ministry. And so um, I'm going to ask you, Craig, to share with our listeners a little bit about yourself, how you got involved in prison ministry, and what you found in your journey um, in working with with those people behind bars. Thanks, um, Paul. It's good to be here today. Um, well, uh, I, I retired a, a few years back, and um, we had been living overseas, and uh, we moved back to uh, Texas and to the woodlands, and um, trying to, as a Christian, I wanted to be a part of a ministry. I was, I was trying to figure out what that was going to be because I'd have more time to do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so um, I was I was attending a Bible study fellowship uh, group and a guy in the group that I was in um, when we finished for this summer, uh, he wanted he enjoyed me, asked me to join him for lunch. And then we uh, he he was going to lead a Kairos weekend um, that that September and so, um, you get, now you, I know a little about Kairos. Is this the time you want to tell them what that is or? Um... I can. Yes, I can tell them what Kairos is. Sure. Kairos is an organization. It's, it's an ecumenical organization, which means that uh, there's people from uh, various uh, Christian denominations who are involved um, in Kairos. And um, so what happens in Kairos, there's, there's kind of two as- aspects of Kairos. There is the Kairos weekends that um, we do at, at a prison unit. And usually uh, there's a, a group of volunteers that are kind of tied into one particular prison unit. And so we do the Huntsville unit in Huntsville, Texas. It's right in the downtown of Huntsville, Texas. It's the oldest prison in Texas, Texas, actually. Right. And um, and so twice a year, uh, we do a three and a half day weekend um we just call it the Kairos weekend and we number them. And so I just actually led a Kairos weekend 34 uh, in the spring. And so um, usually there's around 60 volunteers who uh, participate in our weekends. And what happens is we have 42 men in white, which we call the guys who are uh, incarcerated. They wear these white uniforms all the time. We call them men in white. And so uh, we have a um, 42 of them come through our program and once they come through our weekend program, uh, in which we share the love and forgiveness of Jesus with them, um, they are able to then come into our, uh, they can come into the weekly prayer and share that they have on Saturday afternoons at the Huntsville prison. Uh, the men uh, in the in the unit uh, who are have gone through the Kairos program, they create a Christian community within the prison. And on Saturday afternoons, they have kind of like you call a service, but it's also a, a time for them to group. We, we teach them how to group together and have fellowship with one another. And uh, and so, and as volunteers, they need volunteers there to be there in order for them to have this uh, prayer and share, which happens every Saturday. Cool. But uh, the main thing is the two weekends we do twice a year, and that's an opportunity for people who have never done prison ministry to check it out and uh, and and participate if they'd like to. And we train them. Right. Well, I I so love what you're doing, Craig. I had the opportunity to go through a program called Walk to Emmaus several years yes. ago, and some people have also been through uh, 
program called Curcio, which is yes. a weekend that in, in, embodies some of the same activities and design as uh, Kairos. That's and right. It was such a cool experience to see how that weekend ignited um, a lot of the men to be more passionate in their serving, to be more connected in community and be able to to share their faith in a in a very tangible way. So yes. I I love what Kairos is doing behind bars. And you, you can see that, I mean, the, the ripple effect um, that these men who go through Kairos are also better equipped to be missionaries behind the, the walls and uh, in, in prison and also to minister That's to right. their families because a lot of them have never had the opportunity to be loved on, like you said, the way that y'all do in the in the course of that weekend. It's it's quite amazing. That's right. And in fact, uh, you're talking about how we love them. Um, we we talk to them on the weekends about agape love, and it's it's just the love of God. Share we're sharing with them the love of God, and that's that comes in many facets of what we do on the Kairos weekends. Um, we we uh, bring in um, food. Three times a day, uh, the, we have a team of uh, women outside who prepare the food, and then we have runners that bring the food in. Um, and then the men, the men have these meals that are, they've been prepared with love. They know we have a team of women outside preparing this meal. We tell them about it. We tell, we call about, we tell them how it's agape love. We're coming there to share the love and forgiveness of Jesus. Um, I know often, sometimes I've heard men they get emotional actually sometimes when like sometimes some of the food the women might might, might make reminds them of something their mother or their grandmother made for them. Yeah. And, uh, and then we also share, um, we have uh, a prayer chain that we bring in on the second day where we have uh, thousands of people really praying specifically for that weekend and the prayer chain encircles the room and we talk about it with the men and um you just see the emotion of the men when they realize that all these people are caring about them, where they don't have people caring about them. And it opens their heart for the message of Jesus. So wonderful. We see that um, when we do our couples workshops at, at the Huntsville unit and some other units as well, that there's just such a level of gratitude for these people who feel right. largely forgotten by society. And That's some right. of them have even been forgotten by their families. And so to have this sense of family, the sense of community, and the sense of love and acceptance is so powerful. Um, it, ironically, Craig, my first job as a doctor was at the Huntsville unit. Back then, they had a hospital in that unit, these yes. walls unit. And so that was my first job working in, in prison, uh, meeting the, the medical needs of, of men who are incarcerated there. So I have a soft place in my heart for that, uh, for that yes. unit. Well, and 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 uh, I appreciate what you're saying. We actually meet in that building, in the higher floors of that building. It's called the HUI building. Sweet. And um, and I, what I what I see ha what happens on the weekends because uh, we have the uh, 42 men at seven tables, so there's six men at each table, and then we have three volunteers at each table, and everybody sits at the same place during that. We have these ten talks that we do. We kind of bring them into through a journey where we um, their heart opens up, where they can trust us, and and then um, you see the Holy Spirit at work. And and I, for me, um, in prison ministry, I, I I have never seen 
the, the Holy Spirit at such at work on these weekends where you just see them touching these men's hearts, they open up. And when you impact one of these men in the prison, um, you're not just impacting them, which is we certainly are, but you're also impacting their families. Um, uh, most of these men will uh, come out of prison one day and and they come out changed men. And, and they have communications with their families. They have their fathers and brothers and, and husbands. And um, and so there's a dynamic shift in their lives. And then you see them on this ongoing program. We have prayer and share. And so um, and people may not realize this, but when you go into a prison, there's a lot of Christians in a prison. People have become Christians, sometimes people who were Christians, but they just made a wrong decision and they ended up yeah. in prison. Yeah. And so um, there's a lot of uh, redemption that happens inside of the prison. And, and also, too, they're, they're, they're facing the consequences of some decisions that they've made. Right. And they're well, most of them, I think, are well aware of that. Yeah. And, and we talk about that. Sure. Well, redemption, I think it's such a beautiful word because it's really the, the central message of the Christian faith is redemption, that God could... Uh, use the worst moment in human history, our worst decision ever to put Jesus on the cross yes. and turn it in a redemptive way to be the greatest good, the highest moment of God's intervention into the world. When we're at our lowest point, he comes in and saves the day. And I think that that's really what, what prison ministry can do for some of these men, can take them at a very low spot and to bring them into the kingdom of heaven where they can experience the joy and the peace that God has for them. That's right. So and also too, um, there's, there's an, there's a message of hope that they have that we bring to them. And that's what the Christian message is, is hope. Amen. Um, when today I'm, I've got, I teach a class, another a separate from Kairos. I teach uh, They have a faith-based dorm inside the prison and I teach a discipleship class called Growing in Christ on Tuesday afternoon with a group of men that are in the faith-based storm. And so um, we're going to be talking about uh, the spiritual battles that are there Beautiful. And, and how to overcome them and how yeah. God is on our side and, and how God can help them overcome sins that they, yeah. they struggle with, you know, right. and, and so um, there's, there's a message of hope, and also on our, our Kairos weekends, uh, one I think one of the major um, messages that we and, and a path that we bring them down is is about forgiveness, because they have to. There's a lot of times there's a forgiveness that has to occur for the men right. within their own life about they them forgiving other people, yeah. possibly the prosecutor or the judge or or the or somebody else or. Yeah. And they uh, they also have to forgive themselves for the decisions yeah. they made. So you see them go through this process on the weekends, and you see all these Christian themes and messages that we know because we're believers. You see it at work on these Kairos weekends, and 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 the Holy Spirit working in these men's hearts, where they their the the veil is lifted from their eyes, and they see the truth that they'd never seen before. So beautiful. Uh, my wife, Terry, also works with Bridges to Life, which is a 13-week yes. program. And it's a restorative justice program that deals um, yes. with some of the, the themes that you're talking about, especially forgiveness and and helping these men 
um, at the Huntsville unit and other units to be able to come to terms with the impact of their wrongdoing on others. And I think that really yes. what breaks our hearts about the nature of sin when we really understand that God hates sin because of its destructive nature, not because it's illegal or uh, yeah. or ugly, but because it's truly destructive. And I, she's been very blessed by that. So she does Bridges to Life. We do our uh, marriage workshops where the the, uh, the warden lets the wives come in for the day. Yes. Three of those here at the Huntsville unit. And then, then we're also able to impact the women's units over by Dayton. There's two over there, Henley yes. and Lucille Plain State. And my wife and other women have gone in there to do mentoring. And we also provide hygiene items and clothing. And we've done some of those hygiene drives through the walls as well for the Huntsville unit. But yes. uh, it's it's so rewarding. And for me to, to hear you, Craig, somebody who's a CPA, um, who could be doing all kinds of things in your retirement years to be able to, to hear how you've uh, allowed God to move you behind the walls, behind you know those prison bars, to impact men for eternity. Uh, it's just such That's a right. such a wonderful thing. And I, I I don't know if is there a way that people could you could let our listeners know how they could become more involved um, with you or Kairos or prison ministry. Yes, well. Um... One thing they could do um, if they just want to start looking into it is you could go to the tdcj.org. That's the website for the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. And when you go there, you can actually go online and take the volunteer training online. Yeah. And um, and then you could get approved to be a volunteer at, within the Texas uh, prison system. Um and and there's that's one way you could actually uh, apply and then and pursue that inquiry, especially if you have some skill set. Uh, maybe you're a, maybe you're a person like you, Paul, who uh, is um, can teach certain aspects of things. Um, you're you're a psychologist, psychiatrist. Yeah. Yes, and and um, and and doctor, but other people they may be experienced in training that they could get involved, wow. and then for for other people who are like more lay people like I was, uh, Kairos, um, like I said I said before, we have a weekend in September, uh, September. Uh, let's see, I have it on my calendar here, September fifth to fourteenth through the seventeenth, and um, it's going to be at the Huntsville unit, and we're looking for volunteers, people for on the inside team that go in, the men that will go in to the Huntsville prison on that weekend. And then we have a, a group of uh, outside volunteers. We need runners to bring the food in the prison. And we need uh, uh, mostly women who will cook the food outside. And so um, what happens is uh, two months before the weekend, we have these um, Saturday morning meetings at a church in the area. And um, it just lasts for uh from the morning till the early afternoon, and then for four times over a two-month period on the weekend, uh, we train the uh, volunteers. So people could come to the volunteer training just to check it out and meet the people, and and there's no commitment. You could just see if it's something for you, and you could we we in the training we tell them how, what we do on our weekends. So that that's another way, and um, and I can certainly uh, I was I was telling you Paul earlier before we got on the line here that. I was going to send you some information about this uh, Kairos weekend in September in the Perfect. Huntsville unit. So I can send that to you and you can maybe post it somewhere uh, where you can share with other people and how to contact me. Beautiful. Well, um, another way to get involved is by 
if you want to give to the initiative, Absolutely. Um, our our website for the work that we do in prison is hiddenmana.org. That's H-I-D-D-E-N, hidden, M-A-N-N-A dot O-R-G. And you can give. Um, you can also contact me um, by my phone through text or email. My phone number is 713-725-1305, 713-725-1305. Or my email is just paullooney at gmail.com. Yeah. So, um, Craig, is there any other information that you would like to give our listeners before we end our podcast? Well, I can. Uh, I can also give you my phone number. They can I give the listeners my phone number. Uh, Great. We'll put it numbers. in the comments below, too. Okay. It's 713-885-5374. And it's, my email address is really simple. It's remkus, R-E-M-K-U-S, at gmail.com. Love it. Why don't you get that phone number once more just for those who are listening? Yes, 713-885-5374. Beautiful. You know, Craig, yes. uh, I, in thinking about our um, our time today, I just remembered again that when Jesus talks about the judgment scene, um, he yeah. talks about separating the sheep from the goats, um, it, it turns out that in that particular scene, Jesus says um, to the sheep, I was in I was in prison and you yes. I was sick and you tended me I was naked you clothed me I was thirsty you gave me something to drink and and the sheep are going to be a little surprised by that because they'll say well when did we see you in any of those conditions yes. and Jesus will say to them in as much as you did it to one of the least of these you did it for me and so I think that that for me and I know uh, it's probably, probably true for you too Craig just yes. knowing that Jesus takes it personally. When we remember those who've been forgotten, when we reach out to those who um, are suffering because of their sin, but suffering sometimes unjustly, sometimes wrongfully, that that um, being with these men, who many of whom have come to Christ since they uh, found themselves incarcerated, it's just such a blessing. And I, I know Terry and I often say that we leave each time feeling like we've been blessed more than Absolutely. we bless the others. Yeah, that's my feeling too, always. In fact, when I go today, I always get that feeling when I leave, just while I'm in the midst of it with them. Um, mm-hmm. And and also too, one other thing is just the, uh, when you're in the, when you do prison ministry and you meet these men um, or women, if you do women's prison ministry, you, you really see their humanity. You hear their stories and, um, and then some t- often you'll pray with them and um, I, I think that society maybe uh, writes off people that are in prison, but there's a lot of their husbands and fathers and sons and daughters, yeah. and Beautiful. and they need Christ as well as anybody else. And, and then God can work in their lives, even if they're in prison for the rest of their lives. Yeah. God can still use them in the midst of that and give bring them hope. So true. There's an old saying, hurt people, hurt people. And these men have been hurt badly. Many of them uh, abused, abandoned, rejected, neglected. And yeah. so they, they carry a lot of pain and, and they're acting out in immoral or illegal actions was often a consequence of trauma. So one of the yes. great things about Kairos and the other ministry that you're involved in, in the Huntsville unit, is that it does bring healing, helps to heal some of those wounds. And yes. for people to feel the love and acceptance of Jesus through your ministry to them, I think, is what helps them to heal from all the the harm that they've suffered. So 
Thanks for what you do, Craig. Yeah. And thanks for sure. being on the podcast. Any final thanks word? Thanks for inviting me. Sure. Any final word before we close? Well, I, I think what, what you just said just now, um, Christians are all out there wanting to be a part of a ministry where they're making an impact. And and prison, prison ministry is certainly one of those things where you can make an impact. You can share your life, pray for people, uh, be a part of someone's life, you know, ongoingly if you'd want to. But you can actually see the uh, benefits. You can see the impact that the Holy Spirit has in these people's lives. And it, it's real. And 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 it, it does something inside of you. It changes you, too. And it helps you grow as a Christian because you're challenged. Yeah. You know, when you're in a when you're sitting next to a prison inmate and and he's lost all hope and you're there and God has you there and you don't know how to what to say to him, you have to rely on the Holy Spirit to help you, to give you discernment. And and right. and the Holy Spirit always delivers. Love it. Yeah. Well, let's let's uh close with a prayer. Sure. God, I just thank you for Craig. Thank you for his willingness to give of himself to serve. God, you, you tell us through scriptures that even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. God, we just pray that you would make each of us, both Craig and I and all of our listeners, each of us willing servants to go where you ask us to go and do what you ask us to do. And God, we do pray for these men and women who are incarcerated, that you would reach out to them in their time of need through us and through others that can speak the truth and Show them in tangible ways the love that you have for them. God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for Jesus, who is our model and everything. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Thanks Amen. again, Greg. Y'all have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. All right. God bless. Bye. Bye.